0: Welcome to another episode of Unchained you and a Strength Podcast and today's special guest we have Novali Wilder. Hi Novali, how are you? I am good, thank you for having me. Thanks for being here. So lovely is a profession numerolo- numerologist and writer. I always get that twist in my tongue when I say that word. There's a few words <laughs> I get on like lar, 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 hold on. Yeah. <laughs> but um we were talking about this because I'm very interested about numbers and I know sometimes we see like you know those spiritual numbers or we see yeah numbers 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 everywhere. Some people believe in it and some people don't. But before we get started and the whole how in the to intro into numerology, then that's what Noveli is gonna share with us. She's gonna share beforehand uh, a little bit about yourself so everybody can get to know you and how you got started in business.
1: Yeah, so uh, my name is Noveli and I'm originally from Denmark, which is in Scandinavia uh, for the people who don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I moved to the US back in 2014 um and I used to be or I still am also an actress but I don't really use it anymore or like I don't pursue roles. Um and while I was in the US I changed my name and I was inspired to do that because of a friend who changed her name and a lot of things changed in her life after she changed her name. And I was like, "Okay, this is interesting. I want to know more." Um, I found myself a numerologist who could tell me a lot of things. I mean, all the things actually about me based on my birthday and the name I had back then. And I was like, this is so interesting and mind blowing and scary and exciting at the same time. So I changed my name and that kind of like shifted a lot of things in my life. And I'm the kind of person who really like, if something is interesting, I really want to know how it works. Mm -hmm. Like, how does this work? What is the system? And also when I get to know it, like how can it be more efficient or how can we convey the meaning behind it more clearly? Because one of the things that I'm annoyed with uh, when I meet a system is if I don't feel like it can apply because the language is clunky or the, the ideas are outdated or whatever, I always feel like, Anything could get better, right? Like anything could be improved. Um, so that's how I met numerology through my own name change. I got excited about it. And then I studied it. And now as a professional numerologist, I'm like still studying it, but also
0: using it every day with my clients. Well, you said you said before we started, it was like there's always something to learn and uh, especially Yeah, if- I mean a new aspect of it say it's a very wide, a very wide topic as well, Uh, would this be related also with the stars and the moon and with astrology? Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't have astrology without numerology because you can't really have anything without actually having the numbers, like being able to count things or look at the different energy of things is how everything is related. So when you look at the number one, it's also connected to the sun, it's also connected to the zodiac sign of the Leo, it's connected to a day, a color, a crystal, a personality, like everything is connected in that way. So if you know about astrology,
0: then numerology will make sense, like the systems fit together. I honestly don't know much apart from looking at my horoscope here and there. And then I'm like, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is accurate. Sometimes it's not. I have done yeah. a human design test. Like I know I'm a generative manifester. Uh, so things like that. But I try between you and I, I do, but I not, I don't try to let that rule over my decisions. Maybe subconsciously mm. it does because it's something that is higher, by higher, you know, force or energy than myself. But um, I know it's a lot of people that go into like checking their horoscope and it's like, oh, that's how my day is going (laughs) to be or something like that. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't know, or, or very much. No, it should be the other way around.
1: It should be confirmation of what you're already doing or like permission to do you more. I find that that's usually what I do with clients is like, remind them who they are. They already know. Sometimes we just need someone to say like, yeah, you're doing it right. Keep doing it. Keep doing it more. Keep doing it louder. Um, or also just permission to not be like everyone else.
0: Oh, that's, I like that part. I mean, <laughs> in the sense of like, you know, the signs, like certain signs have characteristics of each other. And then you have, as you said, it's like, okay, the day you were born, the hour you were born, and all those things. So, does it really have like are those characteristics of a zodiac sign? Are they really accurate?
1: I find, I mean, to me, numerology
0: yeah, yeah,
1: is um, not more accurate than astrology, but accurate in a different way. I find that um, when you look at the around 30 days that determine if you are a certain sign, then within those 30 days, you have the numbers one to nine repeatedly. So if you're born on the 1st or the 10th or the 28th um, or the 19th, you're going to be a 1 in numerology, in Chaldean numerology, the kind that I use. So sure, if you're born into the 30 days that make you a Leo, and then you are also a 1, you're going to exhibit more of that Leo-ness, more of that sun energy, but say you're born a Leo, but you're born on a day that adds up to two. So, like the second or 11th or 20th or 29th. Then, in my mind, you are first and foremost a two. And two is way more sensitive, emotional, creative, playful, feminine. So, that aspect is going to rule over your Leoness. Mm-hmm. So, I see that you see how it's broken down into more specific pieces. Um, So when people are like, oh, I don't identify with my sign, I'm like, well, that's probably because the day is a different energy. The day you were born is just a different energy and that influences things.
0: Okay, got you. All
1: right,
0: I got you. Because It could be a little bit confusing. I mean, like, I am i know I'm trying to keep up with the numbers that you said, and I'm like, okay, how did she just add it that? up? like, okay, how did she know? It's like, so always natural. just the
1: digit sum. It's always just the digit sum. So I am born on the 28th, but I am not a 28th. I am a one. So two plus eight is 10. One plus zero is one. So you always find the digit sum of something, the double numbers also mean something, but let's not go there right now. Let's just start with the digit sum. And those are helpful. Okay. Are helpful. All right. I was going to say I'm 15. <laughs> just like. <that's>, yeah. <laughs> so you're a six.
0: Yeah. If you're born in the 15th, then you're a six. I'm a six. Yeah. Okay. So, have to, so tell us a little bit more about how we can apply numerology. There we go again. Numerology, uh, in the, in the aspects of our lives, in our personal life, in our business, uh, how do you uh, tell me how you apply it in your personal business?
1: So in my personal life, it's really about understanding other people. It's like, you know, we feel like people should think like us, or I mean, I at least think like I don't understand how you don't think like me. Don't you see the world like me? Don't you have the same background approach? reaction to things so by knowing people's base numbers and that's those nine numbers I'm like oh okay you fundamentally look at the world differently you have different life lessons gifts and challenges instead of me going like hurry up and be like me Mm -hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna be more um compassionate with people I'm also gonna understand why they're triggering for me Sometimes when people look at the world completely different, that's like so triggering. And um, yeah, in my personal life, I just really try to be compassionate. And sometimes when people make statements, you know, that sound like this is the ultimate truth and that can be triggering for me. I'm like, okay, that's their truth. They are so allowed to have that. Yeah. I don't have to interfere with it. And with people very close to me, I can be like, Okay, let me just present you with another truth or like another way of seeing this. Maybe you could try to see it from this angle. Um, Yeah, so in my personal life, it's like the compassion. In my business life, it's really also understanding who I learned from. Knowing, I mean, I am the person who will ask you for your birthday. And it's not to put you in a box but it's just to understand what kind of filter you also are on Mm -hmm. how you run a business, how you do marketing. When people are like, this is the easiest thing in the world. I'm like, okay, now I need to know (laughs) what your base (laughs) number is because then I know why it's easy for you. And I can't do business in someone else's image, if that makes sense. So sometimes also like that envy of like, Oh my God, that looks so easy or she's so good at it. Or even when I go like, why doesn't she care about the rules? I'm like, oh, because the rules are my rules, right? Mm -hmm. Like she's doing things differently. So to me, it's like really understanding um, who I learn from, who I follow, what's the trigger there. And also like, if I need to learn something, I'm like, okay, I need someone different than me. You know, I need someone totally different who can see this like totally like I would never hire myself
0: to teach me things. I would hire different people. That's interesting. You mentioned that because there's a lot of people who say that, OK, you are your ideal client or, you know, things like that. On, the, on I the am not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am not. I mean. I am not my ideal client,
1: like I am a one uh, in numerology and I'm a Leo Uh, And I know that when I find other ones, I will nitpick them a little bit because they're very similar to me. And we have life lessons around integrity and leadership. So I'm going to look at them and I can immediately, like, even without knowing their base numbers, I can tell there's something where I'm like, that's an interesting way to lead hmm, mm-hmm. that's an interesting way to present that, like, because we are so close and I need to look for people who are not like me because that gives me more space to accept that they do this in a different way. And I don't find it, like, I'm not going to tell someone who has a different base number than me to do the same thing as I'm doing, you know? Like, I'm, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> I no, find that, like, I, you know, some some people, and I have fallen into this pit myself, of like hate following or like following someone where you're like, you just wanna see what they're doing even though you're not like really their client, but there's something about them where you're like, I'm a little bit interested, but I'm also a little bit triggered. For those people, I often find that they are actually very close to my numbers (laughs) and energy. And I'm like, that's why you don't like go away, you know, (laughs) don't do
0: that. It's too close, find something different. That's good. I'm glad you're aware of it. Like, how did you come to that realization? Because for a lot of us is that, you know, like most coaches will tell you, like, you are your ideal client. And as a matter of fact, I I was having a conversation before I hop on with you for the podcast. And that's what one of my previous coaches told me today, which was just having a conversation. And I was like, hell no, I'm like, I'm stubborn. I am stubborn sober in person I'm like you know I'm gonna hit my head against the wall as many times as possible until I realize that doesn't work for me and I wouldn't want a client to do that because they'll be taking all my time (laughs) yeah I mean I need need people to be yeah
1: I need people to be inspired by my energy I need people who needs who are looking for that sun energy that very clear no bullshit leadership energy that says like this is the way this is what I believe in those people will be attracted to me when other people do that I go like how do you know how do you know that's the right way (laughs) it triggers (laughs) something in me um yeah I mean I I find that you can be your own ideal client but that's usually a snap maybe you're teaching you 10 years ago maybe you're teaching you yeah five years ago, I find that it's, I mean, I wouldn't have bought my services five years ago, because I was not aware of, I was actually, what I want to say is like, how I offer numerology is very, um, very supported, very, like, over the top, I know that I'm gonna over deliver. Mm -hmm. I know that, like, I am just a person who over delivers. So I have packaged that in a way where my over delivery fits in with my pricing and my messaging and all of these things. When I was looking for a numerologist five, whatever, how many years ago I was looking for the cheapest (laughs) one I could get a a session with the fastest. And like, it was the one that was like closest in my, in my circles. So I was not my ideal client Mm -hmm. back then.
0: Yeah. And
1: I don't necessarily want to work with people who want, the cheapest and fastest availability
0: yeah no i'm okay with
1: waiting for the people who want to give themselves more support or like what is the best thing out there and how can i get it you know Yeah, no,
0: completely. It's interesting, because I had the exact same conversation with someone today. <laughs> and, uh, and mostly, I'm, I just want to tap into that, because there is a lot of that mindset shift that you have to do when it comes to pricing yourself to pricing your services. A lot of us know, and, and you and to be able to price your services, you have to be clear on what kind of clients you want to attract. Because either you can go really cheap and then attract clients that you're, you're going to be frustrated, might be frustrated, maybe out of 10 clients, one client is going to be like, yeah, let's do this. And then the other ones you're, you know, you're struggling, you're, it's pin and needles, try to get them to do something or, you know, because as, as your responsibility on your side as well, you want the other person to succeed. So you are going to, as you said, over deliver and make your best for the other person to, you know, get the results they need. But if you go in really cheap, you might, you might go to have the risk of that, that person. You can is ne- be like, I mean, oh, you can it. never
1: win with affordability. Like you can, I mean, someone will always go cheaper. Someone will do it for free. Someone will offer a certain result that you know is bullshit, but people are going <laughs> to buy yeah. it anyway. Um, yeah. To me, I'm not interested in that. I think it's a two-way street. I People pick me. And I pick them by being clear in how I work with people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a weeding out from both sides. I yeah. hope people research the market and I hope that they figure out that I am <laughs> unique um, because even in a very crowded space and I am not in a very crowded space, at least in the U S um, there's still ways to stand out. The more you do it your own way, the better it's going to be. Because awesome. even yeah. if people copy it, they're gonna copy it as I see it through their base number. Mm-hmm. And that might just not be a fit, you know. You can't really outrun me in my own lane. It's just not <laughs> possible.
0: <laughs> okay, so let me so tell us a little bit more about numerology. I'm just like, I have so many questions, and I'm like, I'm like so <laughs> <out of> time. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, when it comes okay, so you use it basically and to figuring out what figuring out or try to have a guidance of what the person the other person's personality is. Right? Yeah, I mean,
1: when looking at a birthday, you see what we came here to do, how we came to experience the world, no matter what other people say or do. um, That's who we are. And we always can like, (laughs) go back and refine that understanding of ourselves and that expression of ourselves. And then I look at the names, And I can look at other things like sometimes it's interesting to see where people live because your house, of course, has a number and an energy. Sometimes your house even has a name. And we can look at how does it feel to be you and live in that energy. And we can, I mean, businesses also have birthdays because they have formation Mm -hmm. days. So that's, I mean, if one wanted to play the stock market, it's very interesting when people, when companies change CEOs and stuff like that, because that energy changes. And uh, I mean, like, it's also interesting to look at family dynamics there. Um, Who are we raised by? What kind of energy have we been told? This is how you are a woman. This is how you are a man. Like, this is how you should navigate life because also our trauma, like our wounds are often wounds to that base number energy so like for me some of my wounds are about being too much being too loud being too bossy being all of these things so i have to clear some of the wounds and forgive some of the people who did not know what to do with my energy because they were not used to it or they thought it was scary or not not an energy that was safe to be around
0: can I ask you normally personally how do you feel when somebody shush you or tells you to be quiet or not quiet or or not be too loud like you could have said that a little bit like lower you don't have to shout it out or things like that Uh, I'm asking me I get that like the other day my mother did it twice in one day and I turned around and I was like it hasn't worked in 42 years. I was like, why it makes you think it's going to work now? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, to,
1: it, depending on the person, I might like deal with it differently. Um, for some people, I realized that it's really their own trauma. Like I grew up in a household that was very loud when it was angry. Mm-hmm. Not very loud at other times, but very loud when it was angry. So I know that if my husband raises his voice, I get triggered because it's a childhood trigger. Now I'm married to someone who never raises, like that. that's just not his way of doing things. Like mm-hmm. that's just not how he operates. So I don't ever get that trigger. Like, you know, he never raises his voice. I might raise his, my voice, but he doesn't really get triggered by it. Like I have had um, people try to shush me where I've turned around being like, you're not my mother. You're not my mother. Like it, that's just, but for some people, I just realized it's their own trigger. They are scared of loud noises. They feel like loud noises means that something is unsafe and I can respect that. I can be like, you know what? I'm going to take into account mm-hmm. that you don't feel safe around that. I'm going to be a little more quiet. Um, But if it was someone I was sharing a house with, we would have to work on that because I'm a loud
0: person. Okay. I never, I never (laughs) saw it that way. So I'm glad you brought it up because it it does. Like when somebody shouts at you, you already kind of, it's that it is a feeling of unsafety. Or a feeling like okay, something is gonna happen, and you start getting that, you know, that nervous, like okay, I have to run, or have to go somewhere, or yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, it also I, I want to say that like if if big expression of emotion feels unsafe, that might also be that like, um, I mean, joy can also feel unsafe. You know, if there's a story of like, oh, she gets re- he or she gets really happy and really loud and maybe really drunk. So mm-hmm. even if this is, or you know, whatever, you know, like this joy always leads to something unpleasant or I don't know, that person being shushed. You know, like your mom might be managing your expression because her expressions were managed. Mm-hmm. You know, that thing when children go from being loud and expressive to kind of tone it down, it's always very interesting because if you are very joyful, I mean, of course you would be loud and big and expressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, people who shush, people who are crying, that's also one of the things where I'm like, why are you, you know, it's so healthy to cry. (laughs) We don't do it enough. Yeah. Uh, So like whenever it's like, Oh no, no, don't cry. I'm like, no, please cry. You know, get it out. Like, it's so good for you. Get it out. It's so good for you.
0: But I've noticed when yeah. people do tell you, like, don't cry, you tend to cry more, because you you feel like, okay, you're trying to hold it, and then it's just like, then <laughs> you try to hold it even more, and it's like, oh, just let it, let it all out, let it all out. Yeah, just get it out of your system. Yeah. I mean, it's also going to leave you faster.
1: You yes. know, if you want to get through a feeling, feel it. Don't try to avoid it.
0: Yeah. Okay, oh my god, it's so interesting. I love talking about these things. And I'm like, there's, you know, there's a lot of I bring a lot of people who does like, business expertise in this podcast. But I think, in order to build a successful business, we have to still look at things that are more that are not strategies, you know, that is something that is more soul aligned and more, more of ourselves to bring that part of ourselves that we we need. Uh, we haven't even met yet sometimes, you know, because yeah. as you said, it was like somebody can tell you like, oh, this is how it's going to work. Or this one is the best one. And you're like, mm, let me see why, you know, like it might not work for me. And it's good to be aware of that because I know a lot of things get sold that way. That this is the one, this is the secret success, this is the secret sauce. And then when you try to do yeah. it, you're like, "What the hell?" You know. And so it's it's good to be able to, just you say, like, untap that inner strength and untap that wisdom that one has, and be able to work what who you are, not what you got, but yeah. who you are exactly. Noveli, before we wrap up, Lavi, tell me if there's something that you want to tell women that are starting their business out there. Uh, you've been in business since 2017. So we were saying earlier, it was like, even if it feels like it's a lot four years, is not it's not a lot for a business. So it is. It is. Oh, so, yeah. It, you know, you do a lot it's, you do a lot of reprogramming of what you used to be or what you thought you had to be. And then you have to learn a lot of things that you never thought you had to learn until you're able to hire a team and you're like, okay, done, I'm learning Now it's your turn to do this, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But if somebody who's starting their business or, you know, thinking about starting business, what would you like, what advice would you like to give them? Well, before starting,
1: just like, emotionally test yourself do you want to do this in five years even if you did not get as far as you wished in that in those five years like sometimes the emotional test of like a good business idea is would I still be doing this in five ten years even if I might not have, have reached you know enormous success because business is an everyday thing or at least every week thing so if you cannot see yourself doing it even without like all the rewards, Mm -hmm. then it's the wrong idea. And then once you get going, just keep going. I find that it's usually easier to keep going than to stop. It's actually used, I mean, just put one foot in front of another, do another social media post, do another blog post, do another podcast. Like let momentum carry you. Don't have the question... Kind of like with a boyfriend, should I break up with him or should
0: I stay? <laughs> just like stay. I'll wait for them keep, to do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like just keep going. Don't like fret so much yeah. and know that, yeah, I mean, overnight successes are 10 years or more in the making. I remember when I got a book deal, I got it what felt like out of the blue. You know, I didn't, I didn't set out to get a book deal. It was just someone called me and was like, hey, we need someone to write this book about numerology. Would you be interested? This is the contract. And I was like, yes, I want to do that. (laughs) And then that felt very like out of the blue because I have not pursued it, but I can trace the steps. I can trace the article and interview I did that was sent to the editor, I I can track the newsletter I signed up for mm. to get in contact with journalists, I can track back when I first heard about that newsletter. So like all the steps are there. You just have to keep going, but only keep going with, with things you're actually excited about. Yes. Yes. You
0: know? Thank you. Thank- just,
1: just only do those. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. and, and that means that like, you know, even if you're not a millionaire in X amount of years or whatever it is, you still want to be like, I mean, I, I mean, I care about the money. Of course I do because I have to pay my rent yes, <laughs> and stuff like that. <laughs> but I would still be doing this even if I had and like, even if someone gave me a great inheritance or like, I would still be doing this. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's how it should feel. At least yeah. in my opinion. Yeah.
0: Ah, I love it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great advice. Just one foot in front of the other one. Always oh, say the same little tiny steps. Like it's fine. We always see, as yeah. you said, you see this like overnight success and it's like, oh come on, it's taken you like five, ten years. Like there's a whole process behind it. Like, you know, yeah, like, I mean man. also just everything is a step on the way. Like I wrote a
1: short book. Now I want to read like write a, I'm Mm -hmm. really happy I did a short book before I do the big book. You know, I'm really happy that I was on podcasts before I started my
0: own. Like yeah. that energy of like, just, it's all foundation. It is. Absolutely. Everything is foundation. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. You learn from everybody and you learn, you take everything that you want from there. And like the things, the bits that you yeah. don't like, you just leave them. <laughs> <Like> that's it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so before we wrap up, like, uh, can you tell us where they can find you? I'm still going to drop it in the podcast, but if you can tell us now where they can find you so they can reach out to you and if they want to work with you or get to know you more.
1: Yes. So no, novaleewilder.com, that's my website. Um, it has everything. So how to work with me and all my links. And um, if you're interested in numerology and want to learn, for example, you as a six, what that, what does that mean? <laughs> I have a newsletter and a freebie that you get, which is an intro to the nine base numbers. So you can learn about yourself and you can learn about the people around you, because that's always the next step when we understand ourselves, go like, oh, Well, what about my boyfriend and my crush in third grade? What about my parents? Like, that's always fun. And I'm also on all those social media platforms as Nova Lee Wilder. Mm -hmm. And I have a podcast called The Numerology Podcast. Mm -hmm. And my book, if you want to take the next
0: step, is called A Little Bit of Numerology. And you can get it everywhere. Awesome. Ah, perfect. So yeah. well, I'll drop all these on the podcast anyways. And I thank you so much uh, for sharing about numerology. It's just like, like I said, it's such a big topic that I think we can go for more than one podcast. <laughs> but you can yeah. hop yeah. on her podcast and learn more about it. This is just like a little intro. So I'm so glad you share it with us. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thanks. (laughs) And uh, for everybody else who's been listening listening to us, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business? I am Maria C. Krause and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms, or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariackrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, light, and be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye!